0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitcher from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom Shakalaka!
1: This week on Nintendo Main, we got Eddie V. here from the NX Show to talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3.
0: He made salad fingers, but could he make a salad
2: level?
1: I will be better, faster, stronger. <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast. This is episode 181. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, couldn't save Marina Johnson. I'm John Liftoff-Nitter. And uh, we have a special guest this week.
3: Eddie Alacard V.
1: <laughs> nice. Welcome, welcome back, Eddie. It's been a while. Uh, last time we had you here was, uh, what was it, uh, Bayonetta, I
3: think. Yeah, Bayonetta? Yeah, Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, last year. And did you guys came on my uh, Option opinion show to do the video video games. Oh yeah, yeah. The art of art, the art of the character.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Nice to have you here again. I was just uh, spying on you know. I was looking. I always look at what people are playing on my uh, Switch friends, and I saw that you were playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, and I was like, oh cool, because I was trying to, I was trying to figure out somebody to have on who would, who was playing it other than me, and and i <laughs> and, and thankfully you're available and you've played it. Have you? Uh, have you played it all the way through yet? Not all the way through. I'm making my way through it. Um, okay.
3: I, I, another RPG got in
1: the way. Oh sure, <laughs> so sure. Speak. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of releases happening right now. So uh, you guys um you're not doing Nintendo Power block anymore, right? You've uh
3: No. So uh we have formed a new group new website, Kone Index the NX project, where we talk about Nintendo, Xbox, Sony, and like anime and the different things in the gaming culture or entertainment business. So we're kind of together and for a new thing. So Nintendo Power Block and Arsenal X and our, um, some of the other shows that we are not part of have kind of not ceased to exist, but are historically available online, I should say. But you started
1: like a new RSS feed, right? Like the NX show is... is- separate from all those other ones or did one yes. of them turn into that
3: it's separate from uh everything else
1: oh okay yeah that must that must be a lot easier than doing um like three because you guys had like three or four separate shows right that you were yes. you were working with it seemed like and i don't know how you could juggle all that stuff thankfully uh i'm pretty i pretty much only play stuff on nintendo so that's how i've uh <laughs> found ways to manage things i could never keep up with three shows and i don't even have an xbox so you know it's hard i feel like <laughs> yeah. it's hard enough to balance like uh streaming and like podcasting and all that stuff so it was easy yeah. for me to but to do one but i'm sure it's a yeah now you guys have a broader spectrum so you can kind of just talk about whatever whatever's happening yes. you know so yes yeah I'm sure that makes it easier depending on what's what's going on
3: that type of thing um, yeah when, when you don't have topics for either show if you be like uh what the word we're we gonna talk about mm-hmm. and then somehow a conversation would happen and that would be the show
1: yeah I always felt like as as long as you're playing something, you have something to talk about. You know, yes, that's kind of how that's kind of how we go, and that's a segue to our the beginning of our show, where we talk about what we've been playing. I I figured we'd just start with Marvel Ultimate Alliance because that's like the big release of last week, and I know that Ed and I have both been playing it, so we can jump right into that now. If you want, what are your what are your thoughts on it so far, Ed?
3: I think it's a popcorn game movie, something that you could just pop in, play for a little bit, enjoy what it is, and then like if you want to move on to something come back to it later, you can. Um, the combat is good. Someone said like it's a Diablo 3 style kind of game where you're just battling and leveling up different characters. Um, I think one of the biggest problems I have with it is this camera. This mm. game's camera is wonky. Like, are you playing
1: some, it on? Are you playing on classic mode or heroic mode? Are you having problems I, with both?
3: I think I'm playing on classic mode. Okay. Um. Uh. Because th- there's something about sometimes the camera will zoom in on you or zoom far away. And you don't mm. know where your character is. But sometimes if you go in a room, um, it would it it doesn't give you. Sometimes it will give you a little bit of an outline. But when you're trying to move the camera, it, it won't let you move to see mm-hmm. where your character's at to get out. So you could get caught on something and a whole bunch of enemies could come up and beat up on you and mm-hmm. uh like take you down for it. Yeah. But but other than that, every, everything else that I'm playing like is really enjoyable, looks good, mm-hmm. uh, very crisp. I think Kobe Techmo did a Team Ninja, I should say. They did a fantastic job getting like this game down. Uh, once again, they just got to get this camera. That, and that's the one thing about Team Ninja. They just can't do camera right, but they got the camera somewhat good in Metroid Other M. Mm.
1: Yeah, wow. Saying good things about a oh. Metroid Other M. No, I, I, I honestly, I enjoyed Metroid on Other M when it came out. I haven't played it since, but I'd like to return to it. I thought yeah, about doing I, it sometime around whenever they do another Metroid release. Maybe I'll stream it or
3: something. I actually made that game my game of the year of 2010. Oh, of that year? Nice. Yeah, that year. because <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> I think a lot of people had, you know, it had its problems and everything. But I'm just like, this is the first time Team Ninja got an action game right. Mm. And mm. if you think I'm out of my mind, I'm like, go look at the reviews of Denture Gaiden and just see from one to three how many problems a lot of people have with that game. And mm. then look at Metro Other M on how they got a lot of stuff right.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have that game and I've never played it before. Other but M? It's sitting right behind me somewhere. Yeah. Huh. I picked it up at GameStop like, I would say, a couple of days before I moved to California.
1: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. so
2: it just went right in my suitcase. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, cool! I'll play this when I get it set yeah. up." But I, I've never played it. Yeah, it's it's just
3: yeah. it's it's
1: just a weird game. Like cause it's because it's like kind of it's like it's like a mixture of like side scrolling and 3D, but you're using like the the digital pad to move around and and but you like aim the controller at the screen too, like to shoot. It's just got a bunch of stuff in it that's kind of I don't know that maybe just people couldn't get into. I mean, I I enjoyed it when it came out, but I mean. Like I said, I need to play, I need to play it a second time and see how I feel about it. But but no, I thought uh, I thought Tim, Team Ninja did a pretty good job with the controls on this. I actually haven't mm. had any trouble with the camera yet. Are you playing this uh, single player or are you doing it uh, multiplayer?
3: I'm doing it single player.
1: Okay, cuz I cuz I can imagine multiplayer can get pretty complicated if you're doing like if you're doing like coach, couch co-op or anything like that on this. Yeah. I would expect that the camera would get really weird on that.
3: Well, I know I played it multiplayer at the Nintendo Tour event as a demo with other people. And because everybody has to stay in that frame, you can't really control the camera at all. Mm. So if someone walks off camera and everything, none of the teammates can progress until that other teammate comes.
1: Oh weird. It doesn't like it doesn't like warp them like it does in the single player where like they'll just go to wherever the guy you're controlling is. Because I nope. did that, there was like, I forget, there was a level where you had to like, there was like a maze type thing where you have to like switch the doors, you know, and go through. Yeah. It, it's like the first or second level. And I would just, you know, I got one guy through there and then all of a sudden the rest of the guys would just like warp to where my character was so I didn't have to worry about them. You know, they'll just appear where you are. But I guess it sucks that it doesn't do that for the multiplayer. I, I would think that it would. Like it would just like kind of warp you to whoever was farthest yeah. if it was going to the next Next area, I don't know. I, I've really I've enjoyed it so far. I've only played it for like a couple days. I, I played it to the Thursday night when it came out, and I played it Friday, and I played it a little bit last night. Uh, I made it to the dark dimension. I don't know how. I don't know how far that is, or if you're past that with the Doctor Strange stuff. Have you gotten there yet? I haven't got there yet. Okay,
3: but I, I, I'm on my way of making it there. I'm, I've been put. I'm going to be putting some time in later on this week. Uh, so I probably I'm gonna try to beat it by. Uh, by the time Fire Emblem Three Houses come out. Oh
1: yeah, well that's like a couple days. So
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I I did hear it's not very long. Like people say, it's like 12, 13 hours, which is uh, which is fine. You know, I'm 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 fine with that. There is a lot of uh, there's a lot of like infinity missions, as they call them, where you like where you like play through the same bad guy again, except this time, you know. You can only use like synergy attacks or something like that. Which by the way, yeah. synergy attacks are really fucking hard to do when you're playing the game by yourself with uh with computer players, because they do not attack with you. Or at least like in my in my experience, you can't you can't do it. It's like pretty much impossible if you're playing single player. Unless it yeah. just randomly happens. Like I've I've ran into the same thing with Because the, there's some walls that you have to destroy by using two attacks at the same time. Uh huh. And uh Basically what I do is I'll do the one attack and then switch to the other guy and do the other attack as quick as I can. And that's the only way I can figure out how to do it because the computer will not like co-op with you. So if you yes. try to do those levels where synergy is like the only thing that harms the boss, it's like impossible. I can't do it. Like there was that Dr. Octopus uh level where you where you had to do that and I could I played it over and over again, I could not beat it cuz I can't do the synergy thing with the computer player. So that's like a major con I'd say for it. Like is playing single player, which sucks because I think the game. I think the game looks really, really pretty. Um, I like the. I feel like the textures really pop. I feel like the character design really pops. I think the mm-hmm. cutscenes are really cool. Like I feel like they're written well. Some of the voices are better than others. Like some of the voices are actually like, like, like you know, actual voices. Like I like Spider Man. The guy who does Spider Man is like the same voice from the PS4 one, and uh, Tara Strong voice voice of uh, Harley Quinn now um, among a million other things. She did. Um, she did Powerpuff Girls as well. Uh, she does. She's like the voice of Jessica Jones on there, and uh, so they got like. And I know like uh, Nolan North is on there as well. So they got a lot of like really big, really big uh, voices on there for the different characters. But I felt like some of them, like a like a Nick Fury, seems kind of cheesy. I guess you can tell that they're trying mm-hmm. to do a, a Sam Jackson voice in there, but I didn't feel like it was quite there. And I and I had just watched Captain Marvel again, so he was he was pretty fresh in my mind. Like his portrayal of nick fury and i was like uh i felt like the voice on that was a little bit off but most of them are pretty good and i feel like the production value is quite high on it have you played it handheld yet
3: uh yes i have okay i played it in handheld
1: i I noticed a major difference between handheld and tv i felt like a lot maybe the textures are less or the characters aren't as bright because i didn't think it looked that great in the hand on the handheld side i don't know if you agree with me on that
3: (laughs) yeah i agree yeah, I definitely agree with you. It was because sometimes it's just like, "What? Where? Huh? I can't see." Yeah, and then it just don't look right, and it's just like, "Okay, I, I let me cut this off." And I will just play it back on TV. I think TV, like, kinds of, kind of like res it, and you're able to see things more clearer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. How like, was, I what's
2: up? the perspective? Is it like, are they really small? Like, like you compared it to Diablo, are they that small, or are they? I mean, I've it's, really never seen any, any images from the game at all, so it's yeah, a, I mean, let me it's, know.
1: It's a top-down game. I mean, it's very much like the other Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, which mm. which always reminded me of, like, Gauntlet or um, yeah or uh, Diablo. I always think Gauntlet first, just because, you know, I'm old school, and that's what I remember. But, like, you know, if you've played any of the newer Gauntlet arcade games, like, that were on uh, 64 and GameCube, like, it's kind of mm. like that type of thing, where it's like the camera's above everybody, you know, there's four characters you can switch to all of them with, uh, by pushing different directions on the, on the control pad, that type of thing. But, uh, yeah. there, there, yeah. there is a heroic camera setting. And I don't know if you tried that out, but it, it makes it a lot closer where it's almost kind of like over the shoulder to whoever you're care, whoever you're using. And yeah. I, I found that it disorienting. So I couldn't really do that. I prefer the, I prefer the above view. Cause I, just so I can see everything better and where everybody is. But, right.
3: I, I know I need to above you because when I need to dodge and like kind of distance myself, um, I'm able to see where I could, where I could go, uh, like dodge at and not get caught up anywhere.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, um, I mean, it's definitely really reliant on you knowing stuff about the characters in there. Like I, like I, I I think it's great. Like I, I really like it a lot, but I'm hugely invested in the Marvel characters and all that. And I think Mm -hmm. if somebody was coming into it and they maybe didn't care about the MCU or they don't care about marvel characters they might not get as much enjoyment out of it i guess but it's but it's a fun i mean it's a fun action rpg i haven't tried any of the online but you can do online multiplayer on it and that type of thing
3: i will say one thing that people need to be aware of there's physical attacks and then there's like long distance long distance attacks yeah you know and I kind of feel like the long-distance attacks are better than the, than the physical ones um, due to the fact that if you need to move fast and you need to keep a distance because you're low-energy, uh, those long-distance characters are like very helpful um, to help you beat the bosses. Um, yeah. But you got to... Re- The con of it is that there's a purple meter under some certain uh, enemies and bosses bars, and if you get that purple meter down, you get the stun. The stun Um, meter, yeah, yeah. Well, the stun meter don't really last long. um, Hmm. If you are, you know, trying to hit them from long distance, like it really works well for the physical attackers, but not for the long distance attackers. You know. Mm-hmm. So you got to yeah. kind of choose which is which is befitting for you mm-hmm. as a character.
1: I I really like the um I actually like that you have the different buttons that do different things because like like take for ca- like Captain America for instance like you have a shield button like you can just hit a button to throw the shield and that's all it would do all it will do so that's I really like that I would do uh like there's these things called ISO eight crystals that you use to like upgrade it's like what you equip on your characters you know. Yes, and uh, there's there's like ones that are like upgrade your strong attack, which is your long distance attack. So I just put a bunch of those on Captain America and just use the shield all the time, and it was like it was great because he would do a whole lot of damage with it, and I could like stay pretty far away and you know play him like how I want to. I I you know I want to just be able to throw the shield, and you can like with one button. I feel like that really made it a step above the older Ultimate Alliance games. Did you ever play? You played those, right? I'm sure, Ed? uh, Yes. The X-Men Legends and Marvel Ultimate Alliance?
3: Yeah, but I still have X-Men Legends for my Xbox.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I played through through X-Men Legends 1 and 2 on GameCube. I played through... uh, Oh, I played to the end of... I actually ran into a glitch in, in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 on Wii, which I found out was on all systems. But uh, when I was in Doctor Doom's castle, like there's a there's like a little trap. There's like a puzzle thing that you have to go through, mm-hmm. where um, something explodes and a door opens. And if you leave the castle and come back, you can't go through that door. And that's what happened to me. Like I I, I left the Doom Castle because I wanted to go and find uh, the the secret characters that were on there, which I think was like Black Panther and, and uh, Daredevil. And I wanted to go unlock them and then come and beat the game, you know, because I wanted to have everything done. Yeah, and I, and I went and did that, and came back, and then I couldn't beat the level because it wouldn't let me go to the next level after that. So, oh no! So I kind of like glitched the whole game on myself, and I and I went on message boards, and apparently it happened in all the versions of it. Like if you had it on Xbox uh, three hundred and sixty or PS three, like the same thing happened on those. So, so yeah, it was. A, so I never beat it because I didn't want to play. You know, I was all the way at the end of the game, so I didn't want to start all over again. So I didn't beat that one, but I do, and I did get a uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance two, and I played a little bit of it co op, but. Never beat that one all the way, but it did beat uh, X Men Legends one and two. And there's there's a couple things that I missed from those games. Like in this version of it, like mm. uh, I missed the trivia game. Like, I'm sure you remember that, where you could uh, answer questions about the about the superheroes, and you get a uh, XP. Yeah, you get XP for it. Like that was fun. I missed that. Um, I also missed like there were hub worlds, like for everywhere you were at, so you could kind of like walk around and talk to people, mm-hmm. and you know there was. Extra shit you could do. Uh, this one just, just very straightforward. You just kind of like go from one level to another to another. There's not like a really hangout area or anything like that, right? And uh, also the uh, the costumes were a lot better in that one. There's not really, from what I've seen, they don't really pull from the uh, from the backlog of costumes here. Like they're just a they're just a palette swap. Like it's just a different color. Like they don't. There's, yeah. There's no like black suit Spider-Man or like anything like that. You know, which is disappointing. But apparently, I, I found in the news they actually are adding DLC later that will actually have different costumes and stuff like that. Costumes. But, that's awesome. Yeah. And they said
2: they're going until twenty twenty. They're going to be adding costumes. Yeah, so not and, just during the release window.
1: Yeah, and they also said that they were going to do um, what was it? They were going to do Marvel Knights characters. Like was the first of the DLC. It's like uh, I forget who all it was, but that's another thing. Like I really, it really irks me that the Fantastic Four aren't in there. Like I kind of. It kind of annoys me that they were pushed to a paid DLC. Because I'm like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. They were the the comic book that started Marvel to begin with, and it's like, and now it's not in there. I understand, like, (laughs) like Smash Brothers, like,
2: Mario's Mario's a downloadable character later on. Yeah, that's kind of how it is.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of totally how it is, and it really, like, it really bums me out that it's not. that, That they're just, they're not in there. And also, they do some really weird stuff with the X Men, where it's like, you go to like you know to Xavier Institute and there's like Cyclops and the Colossus there, but they're not on your team. They're just like you're. They're just hanging out, and uh, you know you're helping them, but they don't join your team. And it's like why not? Like right. Especially Cyclops seems really weird because he's such a his power is so video gamey that it's like it's just strange to not have him in there. But I guess that he's going to be part of a DLC later. Also, they'll let you be a. Uh, Colossus and Cyclops at a later time,
3: probably from the from the X Men side.
1: Yeah, which isn't the DLC, but I don't think they're part of the paid DLC. From from what I from what I can tell,
2: mm. I wonder if that has anything to do with movie announcements. Like, you know, I mean, they just had their their panel at Comic Con and they just announced that Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU. But I'm wondering if yeah. sometime down the road, it would be a nice little like timed sort of buzz booster or whatever you want to call it to mention something about the movie and by the way, today you can download the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like that the Fantastic Four and that Cyclops from X-Men that they're missing right now and that kind of coincides with you know, a lack of information about the upcoming movies. Yeah. I don't cool. think uh, I, I think maybe maybe that's something.
1: I mean, I I think that the, the DLC for the Fantastic Four is going to drop before we see anything more about that movie though because they were saying like 2020, and I we probably won't see but, anything about that till
3: 2022. I, I don't I, think I wonder if that Fantastic Four movie gonna be a reboot because oh, this would be would this be like the third version, third reboot of that movie? Well, yeah, that it would, franchise? well,
1: it, it, would, it would have to be because it, it would have to like they want it to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you don't want to make a sequel to that Josh Trank one. I don't think I mean, that one like bombed pretty hard. So I mean, it's it, they would they would make a good they would make a new one and make a good one finally that actually respects the source material and doesn't try to turn it into something else like they've done way too many times in those fantasy just, horror movies.
3: I, I just want my Punisher back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, who knows what'll happen with him? Also, that's another <laughs> weird omission. There's no Punisher in the game either, as far as I know.
3: Well, I think he's part of the Marvel Knights. I think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I was trying to find um. Because it did say who exactly was in there. So uh, so the first paid DLC, guys, that you will get that will arrive sometime this fall is Moon Knight, Blade, Punisher, and Morbius. So that's the first round of DLC stuff if you bought the $20 expansion pack. And um, Cyclops and Colossus will be added August 30th, and they'll be free. So they will be a free update. So you don't have to pay for them. I feel okay. like that's kind of like maybe a response to people being like uh why weren't why aren't they in there and why do you just like i don't know see them but you don't do anything with them i don't know there's there's some weird choices in there but i feel like uh from what i've seen this is selling really well like i think it's number one in the e-shop as far as like uh regular regular games go like regular non-digital onlys are yeah i saw saw somebody post a picture from a game shop where they had a sign posted uh that Marvel Ultimate Alliance
2: Three is unavailable, but you can get it at our other store down downtown or something. You know, oh, okay. so it does seem like it's doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's yeah. it they they released it right on the uh, right on the weekend of uh, San Diego Comic Con. So I mean, I think that was a I think that was a decent that's move there. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like lightning in a bottle. You know, like uh, I feel like that's yeah, that was a great thing, and I and I hope that yeah. As of right now, in the eShop, I'm looking at it right now. It is number one. On the best sellers of all games, not download only, because uh, it's not download only. But yeah, it's number one. Okay. Uh, two spots above Mario Maker Two and Fire Emblem Three Houses. So there you go. Mm, and uh, that's
3: interesting,
1: Dragon Quest Builders is number six. So
3: you think yeah. it'll have
1: legs, though? Do you, you think like Marvels? Uh, all lots. the fanboys, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, did all the fanboys just buy it right away? Oh, I what mean, uh,
1: I feel like a lot of people have it. Like, I've seen a lot of discussion of it on the. Uh, facebook groups that i belong to and on twitter and stuff like that a lot of people are playing it so i yeah. feel like it's I, I think
3: i think this game will be selling throughout the rest of the year because it feels like you know people who are gonna get the switch light or get a switch for christmas uh this be an easy christmas gift to recommend mm-hmm, to anyone true. who's getting it um so I think it I think it'll continue to sell throughout the year and then they'll probably do uh like uh ultimate ultimate version where you get the full game d l c and and any extra stuff
1: mm-hmm. or oh, if they uh, call it
3: ultimate ultimate alliance there you go <laughs> <laughs> ultimate final ultimate <laughs> yeah
1: something like that
3: Yeah, i and, mean th- this
1: oh go ahead, I was just, just gonna say i do I also miss the old comic book stories that they would do in the older ultimate alliance games where you could like replay. Like historic battles and stuff. Like, there's nothing uh-huh. like that, you know, where you could, where you could go back in time and like, like the one I remember. You do one where like, where like, um, Juggernaut like destroys the the X Mansion. Like that was in one of the X Men Legends ones. And or you can, you know, you can do like where Wolverine breaks out of Weapon X and stuff like that. Like, there's no like flashback stories in there. Well,
3: every- I, th- I think it's because of Marvel. Um, they created a story for this game. Like, this is a yeah. kind of. I mean
1: Well they you... they did they did in the other games too, but yeah but but as a bonus you could find like missions that took place in the history of the characters. So you could uh-huh. go back so you could go back and do like as a bonus mission, like you could play the Weapon X level as Wolverine like when, with his Weapon X costume on and stuff like that. And I kinda right, missed that. I... They could still do that in this because most of the characters in this are based on their comic book counterparts. So like yes. so like stuff that happened in the comics before this, you could still have that in there as a flashback. And maybe they could add that later in DLC. I don't know. I just that was in the Ultimate Alliance games and the uh, yeah. the previous ones and the X Men Legend ones. So I missed that this time around. Yeah. Another like uh, con for me is uh, there's no auto leveling for the characters, which they did that in the previous ones as well. Like if you don't like in the very beginning of the game, they basically they throw a bunch of characters at you, like what like ten probably. And if you don't yeah. if you don't automatically use them and you come back to them later, they will still be at the level 6 that they started at when they gave them to you, which is yeah. which I find that kind of annoying. The the older ones actually would would level up the characters like based on whatever level you were with the ones that you were using, they would mm-hmm. kind of level up the ones that you weren't using so you could so you could switch between them really easily. So this one you kind of have to grind if you want to go back and use somebody you haven't used yet.
3: Then that's what I had to do. I had to like actually start the game from the beginning with yeah. the, some of the new characters that I got, yeah. just to bring them up and everything. Yeah. So, but it, um, I I think it's something that Techmo Koy can, Kobe Tech, I should say. I think Team Ninja them could patch that because that is a problem. I understand they're trying to do it for replay value, but I'm like, you already have enough characters, and people will go back and replay it with yeah. the right team that they find usable to the player mm. but i'm like it should be like if you end a level you meet that new character just automatically level the level everybody up yeah to that
1: and and yeah whenever you get the new character that one will be on like they'll be at like whatever level they think you should be at that time yes. but yeah it's hard to keep it's hard to keep all the other guys up to snuff like i haven't like i don't think i've used there's some characters that i haven't like that are still like level six but um, but as but when you play the infinity like um, extra levels on there, the bonus missions you can mm. unlock uh, XP cubes, which you can use to try to level your guys up. But it is it can be a little cumbersome, as yes. well. Uh, who is your Who are your favorite guys so far? Like what's your What's your team?
3: My favorite team uh, right now is Scarlet Witch, Captain America. Who else? Captain Marvel, and then Falcon. Oh okay. Yeah, I um, I've
1: I've been kind of like changing. I I like to change my characters to, based on whatever the level is, like to how, try to make mm-hmm. it fit that. So like when I got to the X Men one, I played with like, you know, with, like Psylocke and Deadpool and uh and Wolverine and um Nightcrawler, and uh, Nightcrawler. You, you know, kind of played the ones that go with the level. Or like when you get to like the Kingpin level, which looks really cool. There's like a giant red moon and there's ninjas all over the place. I would play. I played with like Luke Cage and like and like Daredevil and um. Iron Fist and uh, Miles Morales. I tried. I was trying to pick like a street team, you know, like guys who like who are like you know used to fighting ninjas and stuff like that. I wanted to build. Okay. A, I wanted to build a Netflix team, but there's only three. Like <laughs> you, you don't have a as far as I wheres where I'm at, because I think you get a Lextra later, but I haven't unlocked her yet. But the but I could only have Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage because Jessica Jones isn't in there, and there's no Punisher yet. So it's like. You know, I can't have a Netflix team yet. <laughs> oh, Jessica okay. Jones was in the game. She is, but she's not playable. Oh, she uh, she yeah. she call, she's the one who actually uh, takes you to the ninja level because she she calls mm. Luke Cage and her and Luke Cage are actually together in the game, so it's based on the on the comic book, not the Netflix series. But uh, but yeah, no, he he, she calls him and tells him like that shit's happening over there, and and she's the one who kind of shows you around the area, the rooftop area, like where where you go fight Kingpin and like fight all the hand and stuff like that. Yeah, and she's and like I said before, she's voiced voiced by Tara Strong, the voice of uh, of a uh, Harley Quinn from the cartoon series, the newer voice, the older voice retired, like the one from the original original uh, animated series. But uh, no, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a uh, it's really cool. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, the sound is weirdly low too. I've had to like really turn up my TV to listen to hear it. I don't know what's what. Yeah, up with I. That.
3: When I played in handheld, I just put on the headphones so I could hear it. Oh, okay. Um, and then on the TV, if I can't hear it, I just read the subtitles. <laughs> I'm just like, uh-uh. I think uh, I think my favorite guy is
1: so far. I didn't do my team yet. I like Wasp a lot. She's really fun because you can. There's a move where you can just make make like little things huge, and there's a move that where you like throw a spinner at everybody, like a fidget spinner, uh-huh. <laughs> and it like spins and hits everybody on the screen. Like I thought that was funny, or like or like uh, pieces of candy, like hard candy, like stuff like that. Like she'll just like you know make it huge and drop it from the sky like that's a, that's a fun move. Um, I've uh, I've been using Captain Marvel. She's pretty strong as well. Uh, I use yeah. I use the Hulk because he's the closest thing I have to the Thing, I guess, on there because <laughs> because they, cause they <laughs> robbed me of my Fantastic Four. And um, uh, who else? And I like using Captain America because, like I said before, his shield move and all that. And actually, um, I used uh, Falcon was one of the first characters I played for a while at the
3: very beginning because I like Falcon a lot as well. So yeah, it, it's uh when i got past through the um the guardians of the galaxy i like literally picked <laughs> certain characters my other characters cuz i was just like i can't play them at all i mean groot and um, and rocket are fine um but like everybody else I was just like i can't play you y'all, mm. your y'all. Y'all attacks don't do nothing for me so yeah. i switched to like captain america cuz he feels like and this is weird to say. He feels like like God of War in a sense, uh, Kratos. He feels like him with his shield mm. uh, because that you can uh, combine your uh, weak and the strong attack at times in mm. um, your combos. And he kind of feels that way to me
1: for sure. Yeah, it's weird like that. Uh, Rocket and Groot are the same character, so like that same thing where you're talking about like the two different attacks. So like the yeah. heavy attack is Groot and the light attack is Rocket shooting the yeah. shooting the blaster so yeah I, I didn't I didn't really mesh with that character but I I mean I thought Gamora controlled okay as far as that goes but it's kind of weird cuz it's a weird meshing of the different cuz I guess the Guardians of the Galaxy ones are kind of more more based on their their movie version and then some yeah. of the other characters are more based on comics so but I think on in itself like it all works well like they've found a way to do it really well. And uh, yeah, it's really enjoyable. And I highly recommend it to anybody who's uh, thinking about picking it up and all that. If you haven't, I feel like a lot of people have got it. Like I said, it's uh, yeah, doing well. I haven't so. played it yet, but uh, my favorite team is Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so I, I tried that trick, to l- that trick last night and there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of caveats to it that they don't really mention. In their art and the people that have mentioned it it's tr- a lot tr- a lot more trickier than you think you can not because uh, and it basically takes this, this is a glitch that was discovered that allows yeah. you to have four spider-mans at one team well it's it's actually only characters that have single player bonus missions in the infinity area that you can do it with uh. because I did I did it with four hulks that's what I did I didn't do the four spider-mans because I haven't really used Spider-Man. He's a level six still. So, you know, he's, <laughs> he's not really, yeah, I, I don't really use him very much. I thought it was, and I thought it was more interesting to see four Hulks running around than four Spider-Men. But uh, just because they're That's big. True. That's my favorite team now. Just because just they're big, giant green guys. But no, there's, uh, so in order to do it, you basically have to, so you, ha- so you have to play, there's solo missions in the game where you play as one character. As of right now, I only have two unlocked, Spider-Mans and Hulks. And I think only, like, five or six of the characters have solo missions, from what I can, from what I tell, can tell. But, uh, yeah, you basically play the solo mission, and either you beat it or you get defeated on it, and it'll automatically put that character in your party. Yeah. So, so you have to base... So, if you put, like, Hulk at, at, like, your number two, it'll put Hulk in there again as number one. But now you have to, like... It's weird. Like, you have to take the first one and switch it into either your third or fourth person in there but you have yes. to switch with the people that are in your party already you can't switch it to somebody else in order to make it like to duplicate it again and then you do that again to put them on the first spot and so on and so forth so it, it took me a while last night to figure out how to get all four of the characters in there on the uh, on the game but and another th- bummer is you can only use it on the infinity levels like you can't play the
3: regular game like that so Uh-oh. it's not okay. all that
1: it's not all that cool in the end really <laughs>
3: I haven't did none of the affinity levels, I think I'm trying to do the mad campaigns and then let find all that other stuff, open them up, and just be like, "Oh, I'll get to them later."
1: Uh, I've been using them just to grind, like, because, like I said, like the non-auto level auto leveling makes you have to do that, and that's you know, and then you can get more XP cubes from there, and you know, help bring up your characters if you want to use yeah. different guys at different times and all that. Okay. And uh, Jeremy's joined us here. Hello
0: hey what's up guys
1: how's it going
0: hello
1: well uh i think uh, we've just been talking about marvel Ultimate alliance 3 this is because uh, ed and i have both been playing it and um yeah i think that's most i think that's most of what i had down for the uh do you have any do you have any final thoughts that you want to say about it ed before we move on um uh,
3: like i said i think it's gonna it's uh i think it's a game it's a it's a win for nintendo um and I think you know it'll hold people over who's looking for the Avengers game for Square Enix. I think this game is a nice tie-in for um Nintendo's like catalog for the Switch. Um I think it's something that people I believe should pick up and just have. And um, like I said, it's a pick up pick and play. You know, you play it for as long as you wanted to, then you can put it down and go to something else. Um but like the action is good. Um, I did. I was having some problems with the frame rate, but um, not having that much problems with the frame rate now. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were some slowdowns at at point. Um, but I think it's a, overall it's a good game. I don't think it's Game of the Year material, so I don't think it's going to get nominated for that. But mm-hmm. like, if I had to rate it, I'm like, it's a solid eight. Yeah, a good game. Yeah,
1: I see a lot of people giving it seven or eight, sevens or eights. I, yeah, it's highly enjoyable, but I don't know if it'll necessarily make my top 10 of the year just because there's so much, there's so much games coming out, you know, that it's like, yeah. I don't know. Too much shit. I mean, in three weeks in a row, it's been, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and now Fire Emblem this week, so it's like, it's just too much shit. And then we got, and it, then towards the end, you know, we still have, like, uh, Luigi's Mansion and, uh, Link's Awakening and all sorts of shit, Astral Chain and all that coming
3: out later, so. I'm I'm already prepared to get the stuff that I need. Yeah.
0: So,
1: but yeah, no, I I think um yeah I I read somewhere that they weren't sure exactly like what people you know how well it would do or how what people would think of it and all that. But like I said, it's already number one on the eShop right now. So I mean, I feel like it's a success for them, and I hope that means like more more collaborations with Nintendo with other stuff and. Maybe Marvel Ultimate Alliance 4. That'd be fun, you know, in a, few, in a few years. Like, they could return to that again. I mean, yeah, it's it's perfect for what... It's, like, exactly what I expected for it. It's, like, it's a lot of fun to play. I like the characters a lot. The cutscenes are great. Like, the story's good, you know. Yeah,
3: and I think people were just happy that this style, this kind of game and this series just came back. So, yeah, I think, you know, ever, ever since people have seen it from uh the game awards people have just been hyped and ready to play this game mm-hmm. uh, cuz it it was something unexpected and you know to hear stories that nintendo uh you know it was nintendo that got that helped marvel and Tecmo kobe get together to make this game mm-hmm. so yeah i mean
1: i like yeah it. i like it a lot and it and it's it definitely has the scope and spectacle like what you would, ex- would expect in in big yes. like marvel cinematic like there's some really cool like like there's like a giant ultron battle with like uh with ant-man at one point in there and like it's it's just there's all sorts of fun like huge parts to it that are just like you know wow this is cool and it's been uh from what i heard it's been it's been like over 10 years since we've had a multi- marvel ultimate alliance game yeah i think ultimate alliance 2 was 2009 is what i heard
3: that's yeah. that's, that's
1: ridiculous Wii? uh ultimate alliance 2 was on Wii and uh 360 and PS3 I got my copy of it on PS3, but yeah. Like I said, uh, we we talked about my glitch, my week glitch earlier about a uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and how I got stuck stuck outside of the castle doom and was never able to complete it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll I'll keep playing it, uh, you know, as until I beat it. I was hoping to I've only had I've only been able to play like a few nights since we recorded last, so I, so I haven't really been able to get all the way through, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I hope I hope to be able to try some multiplayer on it in the future. Yeah, also same here. Cool. Well, uh, we can move on to uh, other stuff that we've been playing. Uh, what what else have you been playing, Ed, aside from uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance?
3: Um, so uh, jumped into Final Fantasy IX on Switch. Oh, okay. Um, I own this game on regularly on PS One, and. Somehow, my PS3 my PS1 wouldn't load the third disc, so I couldn't finish the game at
0: all. That's terrible,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, I had the PlayStation where you had to turn it upside down, so that was, <laughs> that's
2: I remember that. Was that the PlayStation blow on a cartridge?
1: Turn it upside down, pretty much
0: it was because because it was like yeah. the the motor would wear out on a certain track, so if you put it upside down, it would like fix it, and yeah. mine did the same thing
3: weird yeah because that was the only way that the lens would be able to read the system you had to turn Mm -hmm. it upside down um so um but now i owned it on ps4 but i'm just like i'm gonna play this on switch better because i can take this game on the go so i've been playing that um i downloaded some demos uh like um oninaki that demo have you played Uh, it i I haven't played it yet
1: yeah Uh, yeah no that i just found out that came out today and i just, I haven't been at home. I haven't been able to play it. But
3: Well, it was surprising. Um, so uh, one of my friends on Twitter, uh, the, uh, Europe got it first huh. before we did. Oh, shit. And he found out because they put the demo on PSN uh, for PlayStation 4. And then they announced that everybody else was getting it. Mm. So uh that one I I, I got to give it a try. Um Super Mario Maker 2 is what I'm still playing. Uh Hell yeah. So I I'll be working I've been working on my third level but I haven't like put it out there yet. Um it, it's going to be like a shoot 'em up kind of game. Uh mm. and the the level is called Bowser. Mm. Uh Bowser? Uh, no, not yeah. not Bowser. Uh Be-wildous uh um, oh it's it's supposed to be a play on gradius and parodius oh okay uh, so uh, okay. <laughs> is it a shooter is it a shooter then? though no,
0: audius
1: yes i love it oh nice so so you have the clown cars and all that and you're shooting stuff yeah nice. so
3: it's gonna it's gonna be kind of like goofy stuff and you know of course the end level you gotta fight bowser and stuff but uh i i'm, I'm Try to mix things up and and kind of make it fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is going to be auto scrolling too, so it should be a fun level. Should, I'm, I'm interested to see what people think. I just I've just been testing stuff to see what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. work, and be like, okay. And then I, I'll uh, let you guys know. I'll put it out there, and you guys can give it a ch- uh, try. And I'll play it. I um, had a I, like,
1: ha- I had the world record on one of your levels for a minute, but somebody stole it from me. I forget which, um, which one it was, but I did have, I had the top time.
3: If it, if it's not, <laughs> it's, if, it, if it's not brick and motor, uh, then it's, uh, evil could tear up. That would be the fastest one. It but might, I think it might, brick
0: it, brick and motor.
3: It, yeah. It, it might've been evil, oh, could, evil could tear That's up, I think. Yeah. So I'm kind of like naming my levels, uh, uh playing on other games and stuff but brick and motor is supposed to be like a play on store uh, yeah, sure but the level is designed out of bricks and you got the little motor thing with the uh with the wheels coming at you like the axe wheels mm-hmm. or whatever they're coming at you so uh there it's a play on store but it's called it's just brick and motor. I'm just like we just make something fun and dumb and mm-hmm. see how it goes. And, That's a great pun. Sure. Yeah.
2: It's, Did uh, you have Mario Maker One? Or is this your first go around? Yes,
3: uh, I had an overview. I actually bought two copies. I bought one for me and one for my mom, so she could design levels. Nice. Uh, so uh, it came when it was in the little gold car, uh, box. <laughs> I was uh-huh. just like, I need two copies. And that's uh, nice. such a good game. Yeah, I
1: really. Uh, I-, I wish you could move your levels from uh, Mario Maker One to Two yeah that that would have been nice because there, there's like even a, if you
0: could just like edit them
1: yeah because i new
0: rules that would be great
1: because i want to like mm-hmm. i want to like there's like three levels on mario maker one that i want to put on there and and i'm and i'm like uh, i want to build them but at the same time i wish i could just like port them from one to another <laughs> right. if there was if they were able to give you a code for that or something but i'm sure they're yeah. all completely different code or whatever but is that is that what you all you've been playing or you got other stuff?
3: Um uh, I finished Tomb Raider on PS4. Um but but I'm about to jump in just Cause three um on Xbox and then on four on PS4 I'm gonna get Wolf of Style 2 because I want to get ready for Wolf of Style Young Bloods. Oh um, yeah. Uh other than that, um that's kind of all I all I've been playing. I'm going to be jumping into uh Cavalcade of games before Fire Emblem come out. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I need to, to like get through and finish. I know Final Fantasy 4, I, I mean, Final Fantasy IX, I won't get through. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'll be getting to some other stuff and I still gotta pick up Dragon Quest, not uh, not Dragon Quest, I still gotta uh, pick up Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, problem is I can't find it nowhere and I don't want it on PS4. Oh, I yeah. want it on. Which I want physical. On oh, Switch. okay. I'm you you want a physical
1: stuff. copy, yeah. yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't. I don't really go to. I don't go to game stores much anymore. So, uh so I, I don't know where to get it from. But yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of kind of a niche one that maybe not everybody's carrying, which sucks because it's a really good game. I mean, that one's yeah. in, that was in my top five already for the year. Like I, I fucking it, love that it, game.
3: It, it was weird because Target has the PS4 version, but they don't have the uh Switch version. Yeah, would, like. This don't make sense.
1: Yeah, I would think that they would have the switch version there, but
3: exactly.
1: Yeah, that sucks. So. Well, hopefully you can find it because it's a lot of fun to play. I've been playing. Yes. I mean, that's that's been like, like I was out of town for a minute, like this weekend, and and that's what I played on my switch handheld, just because of like how I was talking earlier about how bad the Marvel Open Alliance looks in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. I've, I've just I've just been playing Dragon Quest Builders in there in handheld, and that's what I played when I, when we were at the hotel on Saturday. But uh, Youngblood, what is it, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood comes out the same day as Fire Emblem, this Friday.
3: That's, yes.
1: That's uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm i not going to get it, because I couldn't get into Wolfenstein 2. But, and also Fire Emblem comes out the same day. I really don't have time well, for anything other than that.
3: Well, I have Wolf, the first Wolfenstein in the DLC on PS4, so that's mm-hmm. why I got to... On PS4, but like Young Bloods, I'm like I could play that on Switch. And I'll still probably buy it on PS4, but I'll wait for a sale for it so I can make sure I have the actual collection for that series. But I want to I do want to play this game on Switch.
1: Is it is it true that you're getting two copies of it? I, I heard somebody say that, like that if you buy one, you get a second one to give to a friend so you can play it. Go up the is Buddy Pass, uh, or is that a is that like a version that you get?
3: Hmm i think so i really don't fully are is guaranteed to answer that but i think so
1: okay yeah i was curious because i heard i heard that that you would get two copies and that made it seem a little bit more exciting but Mm. still fire them. this comes out on the same day so i can't can't deal with that but uh i guess uh if that's all you've been playing i could i could talk about a couple things real quick here so yeah i've been playing drag quest builders two more i finally got enough uh Finally, grew enough crops to uh, progress in the game. It took me a while to get them all grown, but I got them all grown. But um, after that, uh, somebody got killed in the. I don't want to say who it is out of out of spoilers, but but yeah, there was a death in the family at our at my town of Dragon Quest Builders too, which was some was completely unexpected. I thought I was just going to go to the next level, and one of my characters got off, and I was fr- I was pretty sad about it actually. I really liked that character so. So yeah, they're not they're not afraid to kill people off in that game. Wow, so, <laughs> be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, and I got the sale now. I, d- I just got the sale. I got the the um, so now I can pretend that it's Breath of the Wild because I can float around <laughs> from one thing to another. <laughs> nice. No, that was totally that was totally taken straight from Breath of the Wild because they announced that pretty much right after Zelda came out that they were going to have a sale in uh, Dragon Quest Builders, and I felt like it was a total like. Reaction to Breath of the Wild, but no, it's cool. Like, yeah, it's great to have a sail to like float from one island to another, or like, well, I, I mean, just from like one spot to another. But and I feel like it stays in the air like longer than the Zelda sail did, and maybe it's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's really cool. I had completely, I had completely forgotten about the sail because I was having so much with, get fun with the game regularly. I forgot that was in there, and I was like, oh shit, okay, here's a sail. I'm like, yeah, no, that's in here. I forgot about that. So I played around with that for a while. No, I mentioned as my nickname, uh, I, I failed in, uh, trying to defend Marina in the, in the final Splatfest on Splatoon 2. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I, I fought for order and for the, for the greatness of, of Marina and she, uh, lost to, uh, to Pearl. I thought, I always thought that Pearl was not the favorite, but I guess things have changed in like the three years or two years or how long Splatoon 2's been out. But yeah, they, they did the final Splatfest, uh. I tried to do a stream of it and actually my my uh streaming program got fucked up like midstream so I was only able to do for, do like an hour of it but but I kept playing like without the streaming working you know but but no it was, it was fun you know like it was a global splatfest like everybody was on there uh I was using uh you know using some different weapons and you know it was nice to play splatoon again it was kind of like saying goodbye I guess cuz the final splatfest I don't know it was it was a sad day but uh, but I guess uh, yeah Chaos versus order. Chaos reigns supreme. So, I don't know if that's going to have any sort of uh, part of Splatoon three if that happens. There was actually which an, is
0: not in development.
1: Yeah, no, that was actually a news thing that we forgot to mention last week. That uh, they did actually talk to one of the developers, and they said that they did weren't they? Yeah, that they're not working on Splatoon three yet. That they did not. They had not started working on that yet.
3: So, yeah, he uh, said that he didn't know what they're going to be doing. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Which is so weird. Yeah, I still don't understand like why they, if they if they don't have another one planned, like why end the Splatfest so early? Like, maybe why, why is there going to be another going?
0: online event that's not Splatfest that's
1: bigger? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Splatfest was what always brought me back to the game, you know. And that's, Same. And it's uh, it kind of made me sad that it's over now. So I'm hoping maybe that maybe just the
2: game isn't uh, profitable. Not a lot of people relatively are, are playing the Splatfest. Is oh, that a possibility?
1: I don't, I don't believe that. Splatoon, I mean, the game's Splatoon profitable 2 has a huge, because they
0: sold a lot. It's got to yeah. have a b- pretty big uh, attachment rate.
1: Splatoon 2 yeah. has a huge following. I mean, yeah, no, people are playing Splatoon still. That's it's got to be in the that's, double that's digits the for attachment yeah. <laughs> rate. No, that's that's not the thing. Like, trust me, every, most people are playing it. And actually, I feel like, well, I don't know. From what I've talked to, uh, you know, we've had a friend of the show, Fuchsia. She's a pro Splatoon player. I don't mm-hmm. think she, she doesn't do any of the Splatfests. You know, it doesn't seem to care. They just do the, but I think she does the, um, whatever, whatever the pro stuff is like where you do the different, that isn't just the turf war and all that type of thing. So, but I don't know. I I hope that they decide that that's not the final Splatfest and we'll have more because it kind of makes me sad to think of it not being there.
0: I think in my heart of hearts, I hope they are rebranding it and maybe the rules are slightly different and it's not just turf war, but
1: yeah, maybe we shall see. Yeah. Maybe they're thinking about doing work in those other game modes in there or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, if they're saying that they have not started working on Splatoon 3, then I think that they would have some more for that. Um, let's see. What else do I have on my list here? Oh yeah, Dr. Mario World, the game that I said that I was enjoying. Uh, it's been kind of screwing me over lately. Like I I had like mo- I had like one level that I played multiple times and it froze every time I beat it. So I would play the level, I get to the end, and it freezes, and then I have to restart the game, and it's taken that heart away from me. So I come back, and that heart's gone, and then I'll like lose another heart to play through it again, and then it freezes a second time, and it freezes, it free, it froze like three times in a row. So I like oh, no. So I basically got really pissed at Doctor Mario World and stopped playing for a while. Because what happened to me is that the one super, level froze, I think twice, maybe it, three times. It was like and I just I'm, couldn't play it anymore. It's, well, I'm yeah, I'm in, like, level 35 or 36, I think, and I was really enjoying it. Like, I think it's a fun game, but why does it have to be so fucking glitchy? Like, come on, guys. This is a Nintendo game. I don't expect to, like, you know, for a game to freeze, like, in the – and, like, it's – and it's, like, I beat I beat the level. Like, I'm at the end. The level's beaten. Like, all the viruses are gone, but just nothing happens. And that's and – mm. it, and it's, like, so irritating because, like, I beat the level. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, I want to play this some more, so I like restarted it, and I did the same level, and it froze again at the end. I'm like, come on, guys. So,
3: doctor, so yeah. Doctor Mar- so Mario actually needs some pills to, <laughs> yeah, to he- fix his butt. <laughs> yeah,
1: it has got actual bugs. Yep. Yeah, Doctor Mario needs his own doctor. I mean, I play as Doctor Peach too. Like, there's all sorts of doctors in there. Like, somebody needs to help that game. So I'm saying, hopefully, there's an update or something because it really sucks that it's that it's so glitchy. Like, why does it have to be so glitchy? And I think, uh, yeah. I think that's what uh I think that's what I've been playing. Um my pick of the week is Fire Emblem 3 Houses obviously cuz that's dropping on Friday and I'll do a stream Thursday night. You can listen to it after you listen to this. Uh I won't I won't be as late as I was last week. I was ed- editing two podcasts in one day. It takes a long time. So I was so I was late to late to my own Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 stream, but should be should be quicker this this Thursday night. But but what have you guys been playing?
0: So anyway, I've been playing uh, Mario Maker 2. That's what I like. I'm that's, sure that's most, <laughs> most of us here have been playing it, but uh, that's mostly what I've been playing. I, I keep playing Time Spinner, which I did report last week that I had purchased mm. um, because I'm going to be traveling this week, actually starting tomorrow. As of when you hear this podcast, I'll be in Denver, Colorado. Um, so I was going to travel and I wanted to make sure I had a good game to play. And so I haven't really played much of time spinner. I'm kind of saving it for the plane and for the, the train and all that. But I really love it so far. Like time spinners. Great. And I'll play Bloodstain eventually, but this is good enough for now. It's, and it's yeah. Chucklefish. And yeah. I loved supporting Chucklefish.
1: It's, it's cheaper. As, and I think it's better so far. I think I, the, the art,
0: <laughs> the art's on point, yeah. And I think the sense of humor in it just, I like it. A lot mm-hmm. so uh, I've been playing that um, but uh of course, I've been playing Mario Maker too, and recently I discovered the creator of Solid Fingers, David Firth, which is a uh, he's kind of a uh, an internet staple. Anyone who's just been hanging out online since the early 2000s will know him not just from solid Fingers but from some other like weird stuff he did back on Newgrounds, even before YouTube was a thing um. So I really like him. He's in a band called uh, Flying Lotus, which is also, I like his music. It's similar to like Aphex Twin or like Square Pusher. It's in that same sort of, uh I don't even know what you would call it. It's electronic music, but you know, I've sort of been a fan of him for like coming up on 20 years now. And when I found out he was making levels, I was like, what? He just showed it off Oops. in his Instagram. It was either his Instagram or his uh Twitter but he put up his uh one of his course IDs and I went there and he has made like several levels and uh so I've been playing those and they've been a lot of fun like he made a level called New Dog City Treasure Hunt uh. which I played and it took me it took me like 2 days to beat this level it's not that it's hard but the time limit means a lot and you have to know where all the coins are and it's literally one of those levels like if you remember in the story mode where there's a level where you were just chasing. Was it the story mode, or was it a? Uh, I can't remember. If it was story mode, or one of the popular self-made levels. But you're literally chasing a coin the entire time, and to beat the level, the qualification is that you have to get one coin. I played that this, level. I think that's yeah, this,
1: a, yeah. I think that's a user-made level. The, but yeah, no, this is kind of the same
0: thing. There's five coins, and it's set in the uh, in the uh, Mario One, the original Mario Brothers universe. But he's done a really good job with creating the tile set. To where there's like, you know, several different levels to it and everything kind of looks like buildings. But you can't move past a certain point because like some buildings are too tall for you to jump over. And uh, you you basically have to learn like the order of where you need to go to get all five of the coins before the goal will even appear. Hmm. And it's just the old school like Mario one goal. So he did a really good job with that. That's his only level I've beaten. He's got several he's got a few where he actually uses sort of the, uh, the art, you know, the art assets of the game to make sort of some of his iconic figures, like salad fingers, like a face or something. But uh, I really think it's once again, and I've mentioned this, you know, previously I've kind of gushed about it, but like, it was so cool that we got to play, you know, levels made by the guy who made Celeste, like the Celeste levels. Like it once again, this is one of my favorite like artists I've been following for years. And, how cool is it that I can, like, play his levels on Mario Maker mm-hmm. for free? And so I've done that, and uh, I, I would recommend it. Um, we could probably, if Trey wants to ask for it, I could put the number mm-hmm. in the uh, description, or you could actually probably just search online David yeah. Firth levels.
1: Do you, yeah, because
0: there's a lot of people that have played them.
1: Yeah, do you do you have it offhand here? I mean, you could put it on yeah. here. I, yeah, I was yeah, just okay. looking for it right now, and the, and I couldn't find it. The actual... to be honest like profile uh, id
0: there weren't a lot of people that had uh followed him when i followed him um but yeah i'll give you the code for the donk city treasure hunt which is the one i played i think it's fun i think everyone on that's like here right now ed included like should play it uh five eight b s h three six g f okay it's fun he does a really good job with like using a lot of the elements uh, to make it to where like the time limit really matters, even though it's set at the, the top of the time limit. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go all over the place to find all five of the coins. And uh, it's a, it's a great example of well done game design. And mm-hmm. so most of his levels are actually like in the Kaizo. Is that what you would call it? The, mm-hmm. the, the really hard, mario maker sort of genre but that one i could beat so once again i just want to like give mad props to one of my favorite artists making mario maker levels that i actually get to play uh-huh. so i'm shouting it out here on the podcast um otherwise like i haven't really progressed in the game as i said last week i had done everything i could in the story mode I haven't found anything new um i'm probably gonna if i have time i'm gonna try to work on making a level while i'm traveling but otherwise i mean that's it uh i did play the dragon quest builders 2 demo which i heard you guys talking about when i entered the podcast um, i knew trey loved it ed you also want to play it
1: mm-hmm. yeah you said um, you said it's la- great he yeah, said last week you played around well i mean all you can really do is play around with that uh with that world hub, like the the middle place that you can return to, apparently, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten back there yet. But... Okay,
0: okay. So I guess I did. Ref- I guess I did report it last week. I haven't played much of it since then. I mean, I've just gone around and done a little like stuff, but I really wanted to buy it. I just couldn't justify the price. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not worth the price, but I just couldn't justify it spending the money on it myself when I already know I have a travel game lined
1: up. I paid fifty for it with uh, game vouchers. So I guess Right, I get ten dollars
0: off. Which I will, I will play it eventually. But um, the first Dragon Quest Builders, I had a lot of fun with the demo, and actually, the demo was better. Everyone's saying the demo was better for that one. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it was really good. But I do like the way this one's laid out. Like this one's, like you said, like you lost a main character, and like even just in the demo, like there's some corpses that you walk up to where it's just like oh, yeah. it's just a corpse, and the yeah. decay is like. It's a lot darker, so yeah. From the, I think I'll probably quit ship. eventually. Yeah,
1: no, it's, um, it's, it's, it's also yeah.
0: just gearing up for DQ eleven, like yeah, which I am gonna get like day one. So mm. if uh, once I get back from vacation and and I'm looking at what my finances are, I may. This is probably the next one on my list that I want to get before even Fire Emblem. Sorry.
1: Oh, that's but fine. That's, I, f- I figured you wouldn't get Fire Emblem. <laughs> I'm not really into the Fire Emblem yet. Yeah.
0: I know it's getting great reviews, but it hasn't really like hooked my interest yet. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's pretty much it um, um as far as my pick of the week, I just want to I'm going to be on vacation in Denver. They've got a lot of uh arcades and stuff there, so I'm going to see if I could find a used game store, grab something for either my Switch or my DS.
2: Well, cool for me. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Mario Maker 2 of course, and uh I went back to um, one of my levels that I previously had a world record on that's my big thing is i'm trying to get that record back because the person who beat my record they had their record beaten and then that person had their record beaten and all these you know between mine and those two other people the records were like maybe a quarter of a second like like they were really really close and then what happened was the other day i checked it again and somebody came by and they beat the record by like a second and a half, mm. like a substantial amount. And it just has me very curious. Like, what did he do? Where's the secret? What did I miss? Where's the shortcut? And so I went back, and I would say over the course of the week, I probably put about maybe three hours into like studying this level and trying to beat it again. Wow. Wow. And I'm going like, It's like I lose track of time just playing this level on repeat. I've probably played it more than the Creator at this point. Uh, The level is called Liftoff. That's my middle name was Liftoff. And I think it kind of slipped. It was number five when I had the record. Then it slipped down to number number seven on the popularity chart. But I want it again. I want that record back. So I'm coming for it. I'm studying it. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to get it back. Uh, So that's my big thing this week. And also, of course, I played more of The Messenger, a uh, picnic panic which that that's my pick of the week because um
3: it's just need, uh
1: more of the messenger I need with, to download that
3: yeah, oh, I, I need to download you, that DLC Actually oh, it's uh, great.
1: Yeah, it's one of one of my purchases that I made uh which I didn't mention but I bought the soundtrack to Picnic Panic. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, uh, a soundtrack just for Picnic Panic? Oh yeah. Design? Oh yeah, they do. And I and I bought it because uh I love Rainbow, Rainbow Dragon Eyes. No, I bought it, I bought it for five dollars off of uh, Bandcamp. Uh, you can you can oh, get got it. it. Okay, you can get it there. It has eighteen tracks on it. I don't. I, there's not like a because the the previous soundtrack it had a had like a past and future version. I think everything's mm-hmm. on on the one. But yeah, no, I used it. I used it for uh, inter outro stuff of last week's show. So I went ahead and bought it because I like to buy stuff if it's available. So I did get I got the soundtrack for that. But I haven't played the game since we talked last. So. Unfortunately I put there, more, there's I put, a I put
2: more time into it. and I got to the um I don't know how far you, you you got. Did you get beyond the
1: octopus guy? Oh, I yeah, I beat the octopus, but I it just octopus. just passed that is where I got. Did you get to the next boss? I don't want to spoil it for no, you. No, I didn't get to the next boss. Okay. So yeah, I got to the next boss.
2: Is it harder? I'm stuck on it. Is it worse I than the octopus? Cuz the octopus is pretty hard. I feel like it's probably not. I haven't beat it yet, but I also haven't put in as much time or effort. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it is it's just as creative and and challenging, I would say. Just just as fun. Yeah, you yeah, know, I need to. I, I wanted to. Um, it's in the news, but they announced that uh, my like my favorite racer game of all time, uh, Horizon Chase Turbo, is getting a summer DLC as well, like a summer free DLC on there. So I need to just like have a summer day where I'll just play that and Picnic Panic because they're both very like neon and summer and all that. And I have this. Uh, what is it a soft soft parade uh shandy beer that's all pink too so I'll just drink that and and play those games'll be my summer day
3: <laughs> nice
1: yeah no I want yeah I want to get to do more of the messenger stuff have you did you ever, did you pick up the messenger ed or or have you yes yeah, just... i have i just got to get the uh the DLC. oh okay pick,
3: uh, pick and penny i just got to get that
1: okay yeah you have to it's it's kind of there's kind of like a whole roundabout way to get it you have to You have to get on the eShop and download it manually from there, and you also have to beat the game again to access it. So if you've already beaten the game, you have to go back and beat the boss again to get into Picnic Panic, which which kind of sucks. See, I've never beaten the
0: final boss, so that's why I
1: haven't even gotten it yet. Yeah, so it's kind of a workaround. Or if you haven't beaten the boss yet, you have to go all the way through the game to get to Picnic Panic. There's also an update that you have to do. We talked about this last week, but
2: I did an update first on the Messenger, thinking that that would get me the DLC. Yeah, I did the same did, thing. Did did the update? I went to the mess to the the, the shopkeeper. Yeah, now he just he tells told you, me, you. now you have to go to the stores. So yeah, the update. <laughs> so you do an update first, then you go get yeah, you go to your actual store, then the eShop, download it, and then you have to come back and beat the boss again. So it's they make you work for it, but yeah, totally worth it, and nothing but love for those guys. It's a great game in the end. Totally worth it.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah I need to play. I need to play more of it, but. Like I said, haven't haven't had a whole lot of time, and we're recording a little bit earlier this week than we would normally do. So I haven't had a haven't had the Tuesday night stream to get into anything yet. But if that's uh, if that's all that we've been playing, we can take a break. I did and... forget to
0: mention one thing. What's that well tonight I had my uh, my rematch for Tetris two for Tetris two for Tetris Attack, and I've been talking about this a lot. I even spoke about it in our last live episode we did. Um, that I have a strong contender in my friend group that I didn't know until recently, really like Tetris attack. So, uh, he had, last time he took me by surprise. And all of a sudden it like showed up at a party where we I was at the party with him. And then he was like, let's play this. And he kicked my ass. And, uh, so we had a rematch tonight. He's actually getting ready to move to Chicago. Trey, I think I'm going to see if I can introduce you to you. I think you, you'll get along, but, uh, He's moving up to Chicago, so to, he had to, 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 a going-away party tonight, and we had to do our rematch.
1: Nice. I was going to say, do I have to do I have to beat him in Tetris Attack? Well, <laughs> I to, beat you, him. You I are worthy of being my friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is I, I won handily tonight. Um, All right. Nice. I, I finished off, like, so last time we played, he played at this setting, and so I've been kind of training, so when we played again, I, I won. And so oh, a total of... Uh, we played six matches. I won five out of six matches. I think he won. Of course, he won two rounds for that one, and then he won three or four other rounds in the meantime. But ultimately, like it was like without question that I, I won this time around. And we decided that we tied. We didn't decide that we. So there's going to be a third round, a two out of three sort of scenario. But tonight, I was happy to show him I really actually am good at that game. And last time I was just a little bit more inebriated and wasn't able to, <laughs> yeah, to to pass muster. So yes, uh, anyone who's a fan of the podcast will know that uh, if you support me, you're supporting a winner and in, and uh, in Tetris Attacks currently. <laughs>
1: oh, Wow, just yeah, gotta gloat on here. Congratulations. Hopefully, he's listening. So is it like? <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's his like going away party, right? So it's like, uh, it's like I beat you, so now uh, you can leave and live with that in your new. Get out of town. Now in your new living situation.
0: <laughs> I think it's more an excuse to hang out again. It's, it's know, like we decided we decide it was a tie. It wasn't like a be all end all. Mm-hmm. Also, he's going to be up in Chi-Town for a while. So, it's you know, that's... I like I, I already have you, Trey, I like to hang out with. So now I have another good friend to hang out with up, up north.
1: I was going to say, it's like, it's like when my old roommate, Tim, like uh, he was moving to L.A. and he, he won the Mario Party belt and he took it with him. Actually, no, he hadn't won it. He just took it with him because he made it. <laughs> it was it was, a, it was kind of a it was a controversy because uh yeah no I think I don't remember if he had won it or if he did or if he just left with it but we all thought it was kind of shitty that he took off with the Mario Party belt when he went to California <laughs> so it was like it was basically kind of like no one now you can never beat me because I went to another state we can't play anymore but, well it's uh, definitely
0: not bad this time around I stuck to Kamik I love Kamik sorry and uh, Kamek's my guy and Tetris Attack and. I did. I did what I had to do, and I won this round.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Now it's now it's one one. So you're tied. Yep. All right. And on that note, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk some news when we come back. Stay right here. Nintendo Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus content from your friends at Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, if you go to patreon.com slash Podcast, you can do that very thing. For $5 a month, you can hear some extra bonus stuff, which we are going to call Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. Here's a taste right here.
2: You come upon this one enemy where it's two characters. There's this tall guy, this tall, like, white blobby looking dude and a little short, Orange blob that looks kind of like a dog. The dog character will leave you alone unless you attack the white tall guy, the white blob guy.
0: Hmm.
2: So it's like they're friends, like, you know, oh you attacked my owner, so now I'm gonna attack you. But if you leave them alone, then you know all is well and, and good. And that and that just happens once throughout the whole game. It's not a repeated enemy. It's just an example of like the little bit little bits of detail throughout the game that make it so charming. <laughs>
0: It's not growing.
1: What do you mean? Oh, uh the question mark block. I
0: hit it and the, the bean popped out of the top, but the vine didn't grow out.
1: Oh, I guess it must be a podcoin. Wait, what is podcoin? Well, podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts. Like you can listen to podcasts like us, Nintendo Main or Drunk Monday on there. And uh, many, many other podcasts that you like to listen to. Basically, the way it works is you get points. You get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code nintendomain and you'll start with What's 300. It's nintendomain. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out.
0: Wow, I was just trying to get the Cloud World.
1: Since last week. There were a couple things that we missed last week. Uh one of them was uh Yuzo koshiro of uh Act Razor Fame and Streets of Rage Fame is confirmed to be doing the soundtrack of Streets of Rage four. So that's another uh plus in that
3: direction. Oh so happy for that. Yes. Yeah. That's great music.
1: Yeah. I don't know when uh, but I don't know when when the actual release date is for it. And uh we yeah, already it's know it's gonna roll. Yeah. And we and we already mentioned that Splatoon three that they haven't been working on that yet. That was another one we missed from last week. Um, but uh, there was a couple. Uh, There's a release date for um, for Marvel for not Marvel uh, for DC Universe Online. I saw that August sixth. Yeah, August sixth. I don't think it's. I don't think it's on the shop yet. I'm really concerned about how much that's going to be because, like I said, I know it's free, but the the mm-hmm. gigabyte. Amount is what I'm concerned about because I think it was over 50 gigs for PS3 when I downloaded it. So my my poor little card for my Switch is barely hanging on. I've had to delete a lot of things lately, and I don't know if I can make room for uh, for that. But I like. I mean, I'd like to play it again. It was fun. I had fun with it on PS3. But yeah, it has a has a release date now. We mentioned that Oninaki has a has a demo. I haven't played it yet, but I really want to play it. We'll talk. What's we'll that about game
2: again? It's a Square game.
1: It's yeah, a, it's the Tokyo. what is it um, uh, Tokyo to, RPG. To, to RPG factory? Yeah, the yeah. Guys, the guys oh, who made who made I am Setsuna and um, Lost Sphere. It's their newest one, but it looks it looks the best out of all of them. I think that they've done so far, and
3: you know, they, yeah, a lot a lot of people been sold on this game. It seems, yeah, it's like uh,
1: you know, eventually they'll get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's not a. The DC Universe online isn't on the isn't on the shop yet. Let's talk about the Joy-Con Drift. There's some uh there yep. seem to be some controversy going on with that. Now, has anybody here actually dealt with Joy Con Drift? I know uh, when we had Edwin on the show, he said he was having problems with his Joy Cons. Have any anybody- I, I have
3: from time to time. Yeah. Um like when I'm controlling the character, sometimes they will move on itself uh. uh when I'm not touching it. And uh, sometimes with that, when that happens, I have to pick up my play the game with my pro controller
1: because
3: mm. I would be needing uh, needed in control or something. Mm.
2: I've I barely play my Switch in handheld mode, so I don't know I don't know what the last time was that I touched my Joy-Con. Um, yeah, that sounds. That's dirty, funny because it used to be yeah. the opposite. <laughs> used to you play were the
0: opposite on. for so long.
2: yeah you- was, well, even when I played it. So even when I played it in handheld. That way, I was using to try one, and I was using the Pro Oh product. right, yeah. You so as far as using the Joy-Con, I was not really. I've never used it. It's just too small for my hands. I said that before. Mm. So that's like a last resort situation for me. Yeah, I mean, but I'm I, curious to know if mine has the problem.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I haven't had any issue myself, but I, you know, I play. I play mine 90 percent handheld at home, but when I do go on business trips and stuff, I do play it mostly on the mm-hmm. handheld but it's never it's never really like it hasn't not worked. So I don't know, but I mostly play with the with the newer Splatoon ones that I have now. So maybe those mm-hmm. gray ones that I had might have done that. But there's a big thing uh I guess people were fine there was like a whole lawsuit filed and and now even and and uh, the newest thing Nintendo was saying that you can actually send in your Joy-Cons now and get them yeah. up- updated for free. So yep. maybe everybody should just send them in whether they're broken or not. I don't know. Well, as I understand it, they haven't actually come out and announced that, but that's
2: been revealed by Vice Games through uh, internal documentation that was handed out to the Nintendo customer reps. So I don't think they've yet come out and said, hey, send us your Joy-Con. Maybe they'll never say that. Maybe they'll just kind of let
1: the word travel on its own. Well, I mean, mean, it's out there. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like,
0: Kotaku's going to seize on that and... I mean, Kotaku's the ones that right. like had like that were the most controversial for having the the unanswered question posited to Nintendo.
2: Yeah, I, I, I can see that, but I'm not sure if they'll ever just come out and you know the way companies sometimes do. Hey, we messed up, and here's how we'll fix the problem. I think they'll probably just kind of let the word
1: get out on its own. Well, I mean, what I was thinking is, uh. And, and, and through Kotaku and all that stuff, yeah. I mean, think about, like, you know, when John sent in his, uh, pro controller so many times. I mean, right. what, what makes you think that they won't do the same thing for the, for the, for the Joy Cons? Like, they, they were doing the same thing when everybody was having trouble with their D pads, which they never fixed, but if you send in your controller, they would send you a new one. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they would do the same thing with the Joy Con. You send in the Joy Con, they'll send you another one, you know?
0: I guess it's their way of like avoiding a hardware revision, but I think they are working on a hardware revision and Mm -hmm. they were just stretching out as long as they could. But now that it's like, you know, anyone who's paying attention to gaming news knows now, like send your shit in, it'll get repaired for free. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it would be interesting if everybody did that, like in mass, like fix my stuff. And like, if Nintendo got overwhelmed because maybe that would teach them a lesson.
3: Yeah, I would
0: be that, surprised, but it's not really a lesson. I mean, it's it's I engineering. Mean, there's some. There's like a handful of people that are responsible for that.
3: I, I mean, right? but think, but think of it as this happened with the 360 with the Red Ring of Death mm. that people yeah. had to continue to send their sisters in mm. to get that whole system fixed. This Joy-Con, thing think, um, I think Nintendo. I think it's a good thing that they'd be like, hey, send it in and we'll fix it and get it out because Nintendo yeah. is quick about fixing their stuff and getting it back to you. Mm. like Because the, they just change it out. Yeah, because I'm like, the most they would take is like a week and normally sometimes they'll email you and tell you what the problem was, what was wrong with it, fix it, and you have your item back. So um, I think yeah. the only thing that people would have to pay for is probably the shipping, like the FedEx package.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, they're really good. They're really good about that. Like, um, I, I sent in, I mean, I sent in my Wii a few, a couple times mm-hmm. where it wasn't reading discs and I didn't pay anything for it. Like, they, they covered the, you know, they covered like the sticker for FedEx and all that. And I think all I had mm-hmm. to do was like put it in a box and stick that on there, you know. So it was really, it was really easy to send it in. And that was when it was under warranty and all that. But
3: yeah, you know, same here.
1: But yeah, they've been pretty good. And I sent in my Switch too, even like when I was having trouble with the, uh, With the SD card and all that, when I first got it, and like same thing, I had a I had like my left Joy-Con wouldn't wouldn't click, you know, it was sliding off. Uh, So they fixed that. So I mean, I their customer service is normally pretty good. So
0: you've been sending crap to Nintendo since the Wii days,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I ever sent anything back uh, in the GameCube time, but no, the Wii, yeah, I sent. I had my Wii fixed three times, so I mean, (laughs) so I I know all about that stuff.
2: Yeah, I sent my Wii in, too, and, and that was actually my first, like, personal correspondence, in a way, with Nintendo. Like, I never called the helpline before or anything like that. And mm-hmm. they sent back a letter and everything, which I saved, because I was like, this is from Nintendo. They wrote it to me. <laughs> so I I, saved, I still have it. But yeah. Um, and as far as getting the Joy-Con fixed and stuff, somebody raised a point that, you know, they're going to have to do it because... They got this new edition of the system coming out where the Joy-Con are physically attached and can't be removed. So you would bet that they've been listening to this problem in the background for a while now. And when they're making this new system, the light, you can guarantee that that it's the new iteration of whatever that is of the the Joy-Con in there. Because they don't want it have someone give their mm-hmm. whole system back to send it back that's much more expensive yeah it pisses people off even more right i got a couple extra controllers that's to send my controller off it's not that big a deal to me right but so i think they've fixed it and now coinciding with the upcoming launch of the light they have some new edition or whatever of the Joy-Con that they're just gonna send out to people whose Joy Cons are busted
1: oh yeah yeah no i mean that's yeah that, i mean it's what they were doing with but i'm wondering if it's like what you were doing with your controller where it's mm-hmm. not really a fixed version, they're just sending you a new version, you know. I don't know.
2: I, I think it could be. We'll see. I guess. I just think pointing to the, the fact that the light's coming out is what that says to me that maybe this is actually a fix, not just a stopgap or appeasing people mm-hmm. with a new controller.
1: Yes, yeah, I saw people saying. I saw some people saying that like they thought the light would be worse, but I don't believe that. I would think that life would be better because you're not. Cause it's actually hardwired to the system. It's not like, right. It's not Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. I, at least I wouldn't think. So I figured that the light would, would be able to solve the the drift problem and all that. And they've
2: been listening is, you know, it's, you're talking about a physical piece of hardware. It's not like a software thing where they can kind of ignore it or whatever, or friend codes or whatever Mm. that they might just be able to update later on down the line. This is expensive for them. If it's, if it's messed up, if it's, damaged in some way and they have to do a recall i think the red ring of death i remember reading that that cost microsoft a billion dollars yeah. to to fix all those systems um so they want to get sure get this right as long as they got this new system blight coming out why are they going to repeat the, the mistake that they're definitely aware of
1: mm. i would hope yeah. that i hope that they, that they would be fixing that so they on on, on lighter news um So they've updated the amount of levels that you can put on Super Mario Maker 2? Is that what I'm saying? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. To 64. Nice. Yeah, I guess so. uh, And previously,
0: yeah, so that was per system, right? So, like, previously, Mm -hmm. some people were complaining that, you know, you could have several profiles on one system if you have a multi-switch or a multi-family household or multi-person household with one Uh switch. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, you would still have to share the maximum Amount of levels, so multiply that by two. Is it right? It was 32 before,
2: and now you can yeah. have more kids.
0: Yeah, now you can have more kids, finally, which I'm glad because JK. But no, that's cool. Like, uh, that lets you, I don't know, that lets you be a little less shifty about whether or not you post a level. You're like, eh, I don't know if people actually are going to care. Do I really want to take up my space? Now you can just post it.
1: I mean, yeah. has has anybody made it to 32 yet? I mean, I know you, I know mm. that we haven't, but. I know, no, but I mean, people in the world of Super Mario Maker, I felt like 32 was quite a lot to fill. But now 64, yeah. But never, you never. I get mean, there.
0: I think this one's going to have such a longer life compared to the first one that that limit a couple will of years, sure. make sense to us even within a year. I
2: think within a year. Yep. Yeah, and they said this is actually only um, there's going to be another update where there's going to be more levels
1: available after this. Mm. They said there's going to be one more update, so nice. maybe that brings it to 100. Who knows? Oh, do you mean they're going to expand it like past yeah. 64? Yeah, they
2: said that for sure. This is just one update. There's going to be another one coming later on.
3: Hmm. I wish it would update the game and add Super Mario Brothers 2. That's what I want to play.
1: Well, I mean, I want them yeah. to, I want them to update it to where we can actually where you can actually play with friends online like they promised that yeah. they were going to do a patch for. Or to, where you, to, to update where you can actually just play online without lag. Yeah, or or, mm-hmm. or to where you can actually, and we talked about this a lot last week, but yep. just like the not being able to scan your friend list for their levels, like the friend mm-hmm. list that you yeah. have on your Switch. That seems like such a weird missed opportunity that you can't just do that. Well, you have to like basically follow all your friends on various, uh on the social meets and find their shit through there, you know, that's what it seems like. That's what I mean, that's how I found, like, Ed's levels, you know, with, through Twitter and, like, other, you know, other people that are friends are friends of mine on the Switch. I still have to find their levels elsewhere, like on Facebook or Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And it's we like, did it, it should Slack. be Slack. That's how we yeah. found our levels. Yeah, we
2: should be yeah, able it's just find Yeah, very weird.
1: Us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jeremy mentioned, I think it was last week or the week before, that Mario Maker is kind of uh, its own social network. And yeah. I, I hate any instance where I have to feel like I have to stop playing Mario Baker. To go so, on a different like,
1: social network. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. If it were more all inclusive and just told me, hey John, you never have to leave. You can play forever. Great, <laughs>
1: I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds frightening. So um there are a couple aside from that, there there are a couple games released, or there are a couple of games announced that are coming out. Uh in Japan, not here, so it's more like twisting the knife for me, but two more Super Robot Wars are coming to Switch. Uh, I, I've already I've talked many times about how much I wanted to play Super Robots Wars T, but um V and uh I forget what the other one is, but uh V actually v has V Index. Yeah, V and X. The the actual V has a release date. It's coming out October third. In Japan, I really hope they really need to put uh, an English translation in there so I can buy it through the eShop and make it. I don't know what and make it less than eighty bucks this time.
2: (laughs) What is Super Robot Wars? I don't remember.
1: Uh, It's 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 like a it's like Fire Emblem except it's uh, a
2: except except it's a
1: culmination of a bunch of different um, anime that that have robots in them. So like uh, so like Gundam's in there and like uh, and uh, that other one. It's just like a bunch of shows with uh, robots in it. Got it. And they, uh, it's kind of like the Smash Brothers, except it's, uh, except it's a turn-based strategy game. Yes. Um, but it's it's something that I'd like to check out. It's been, uh, I mean, people like them a lot. Like they they talk about it a lot on various. It's been they've been reviewed well, and uh, I guess I know a lot of people imported T so they could play it on their Switch, and uh, now there's two more on there, so that's cool. I just, I just want to just play... I want to buy it through the Japanese eShop and just play it in English, but who knows? Hopefully, they should just do that. They should just put English translations on everything. Yeah. is what, is what I'm hoping for, because I, I, I want to I play them. I just... They're not really helping me with it here. And uh, what else? We got a Luigi's Mansion Steelbook, Glow in the Dark, available.
2: Available only in Australia, unfortunately.
3: Only oh,
1: in Australia. Ooh. Uh, the other...
2: Yeah, I got so excited when I saw this, I thought this was really cool you know, Glow in the Dark Steelbook, Luigi getting the Superstar Treatment, that yeah, well, only Australia, mm-hmm.
3: so well, it, the thing with uh, and I was talking to one of my friends about this, that why other uh, countries are getting these special special editions and not America uh, mm-hmm. is because America is a big business for Nintendo of yep. Japan, and all the other countries not so much europe is a big thing for playstation australia they have different video game a uh, video game looks but you don't hear much because of like their government still policing like the n-rated games and stuff like that when it comes to australia but i think they're trying to get more people to be like hey um, you get this special edition for the game on Switch here in Australia to entice people to be like, if you're a collector, this is one item that you'll have only because this is only for this country and no one else.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that could interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, because everything is global now, and like everybody, like obviously we're, you know, I I became aware that Luigi's getting a steelbook in Australia, so it's not like it was before where things can happen in another country and you just don't know about it. Mm -hmm. So the Australians might be saying like, Oh, cool. This is unique to our, our country. Um, Mm -hmm. All the more reason to get it. Yeah. I think you could be right.
3: Yeah, and well, there's probably people already looking for people in Australia to get this uh, mm-hmm. item so they can ship it over to America, because that's what uh, a lot of people are doing for the UK with a lot of their gangs. They're fighting people who live in the UK that they know to go get those games for them and ship them here, and people have been reimbursing them or paying for the whole thing, for the game, the shipping, uh, and to put some money in their pocket.
0: So Nintendo's globalizing us on a social
1: level,
3: in a sense, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think I
1: don't think we have it on our outline, but there, uh, one of the um, one of the writers for US Gamer, uh, Automatic Zen, wrote a wrote an yep. article that actually reminded me of uh, what we were talking about the during the Switch Lite release. But uh, oh, yeah, I put it on there. Yeah, he he wrote an article saying that uh, believes developers should prioritize should more prioritize uh, making Switch games more playable in handheld mode. Which is, which we talked about that earlier, like with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, like not looking as good in handheld. But, uh, Jeremy mentioned this when, uh, The Light was announced, but our friend of the show, uh, John Wedgworth, was saying the other way, where he's afraid that all of the focus will go to handheld mode and not TV mode. Right. To where, like, uh, yeah, to where things will just look worse all around. And I thought that was worth pointing out that, that maybe there are, like, signs of, the industry going that way already
3: Well and I think it's kind of like The developers are doing their best To uh To make the game run Whether it's on TV or handheld Their goal is to make that game Run mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Games would be better if It was just if they improve stuff For handheld mode um, If it, that oh, has like, to be The default now instead of well, I don't think it has. It needs to be the default because think, of what the premise of the console is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the fear that that John was having um, was that was that it would just be it would just be the same on both of them. Like the yeah. like the handheld and the TV would be the same. So so you don't have to worry about. So then you get less on the TV mode, which you know, which maybe some people would do that. I hope they don't. I mean, I prefer to play it on TV mode, but
3: maybe. Well, it, it, it to me it, it kind of depends on indie games for handheld versus big major like first and third and maybe some second party games that uh being released for those the publishers and developers uh-huh. like are you really gonna have a complaint about uh the messenger versus something like doom uh doom eternal uh-huh. on switch? Um if if Panic Button could get that game running real good in handheld and on TV is it a big deal is it a big discussion or anything? Hmm. Yeah, I I mean I,
1: I don't know. I just hope uh, I just want them to still like, you know, still have the TV stuff upscaled if they can, yeah. you know, and not not neglect that for the handheld. But um I I mean speaking of uh, Panic Button, I I saw I saw like an article with them saying that it was a miracle that they got Wolfenstein the new one to work on the switch. So maybe they're, yep. maybe they're running out of, uh, tricks, I guess, to get to port stuff there. But I don't know. Like I said, that comes out the same day as fire almost. So I can't play it. And plus, like I couldn't get into Wolfenstein like I did do, but, but, uh, do you, one of you guys want to talk about this Kotaku, uh, contest here, Mario maker. Yeah. Yeah. I put that on there,
2: but, um, Kotaku's running a Mario maker contest. Which I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Major publication. hosting a- Mario Maker Contest. They say they're going to be doing it every two weeks. So if you're interested, I think we can post a link to the article mm. on our show notes. And uh, they'll they'll give you more information about how exactly you can enter. But the one for this week is short but sweet. That's the theme. So okay. they want you to make a level that is as short and as fun as possible. That's the challenge. Which is the tag. Mm.
1: Yeah. So it says right here in the article, how to submit a level, uh, build a new course based on the challenge, name the level and add Kotaku and or the theme this week into the name of the level. Once that's done, upload it. Um, then post the course ID into, into the comments along with the name of the level and any other information you want to include. And please include the name of the course in the comments. So that's, yeah, that's how you put it on there. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think this goes back to earlier comments about the,
2: Mario Maker being a social network, like the more Nintendo mm. can do to support things like this and make it easier rather than Kotaku having to have a post on their website that details how to enter the contest. Like, why not just enable people to create their own contests within the game? Um, oh, okay. More stuff like that would be really, really.
0: Macro, yeah.
2: Yeah. Every idea like this that is popping up organically
1: outside of the game, uh, they need to put inside the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. can see that. Yeah. No, I mean, they should. I mean, and I expect that they're going to add DLC like they do with Mario Maker 1. So I, th- I think we'll see more mm-hmm. stuff down the line. One thing I
0: don't know if we've talked about it yet. Stop me if we have talked about it. But one of the things I've seen from, like, you know, more high profile gaming Twitter accounts is that when they make a Mario Maker level, they create a thumbnail like we do for YouTube videos? You know, like mm. you create a thumbnail for your Mario Maker level with the course ID, you know, as part of the image. And that's one thing that people are doing that does seem to be increasing traffic, which I haven't done yet. But I even heard uh, Chris Kohler mention it in the latest Restaurants episode.
1: Oh, you mean, oh you mean where you like uh, where you draw something that's not maybe not part of the level, but you save it there yeah. so it becomes a th- the thumbnail. Well, that's that, part that of it, of but
0: no, it's literally making an image about your level as though it were your YouTube video, and posting that and being like, "Hey, check out my ID. It's uh, you know, like I like Bob Spicy Meal." I oh yeah, like you know, an image of Bob and then Mario like jumping on top of a pile of spaghetti or something. You know what I mean? Like I it would it literally, literally be for your level. Yeah, it would be a meme. Mm thumbnail but yeah that's the way thumbnails work. Yeah. Where you're kind of just trying to like pull people in with that initial image like oh shit i gotta play this because you know mario's jumping on some lasagna <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i was thinking yeah i guess you could do that like for your for however you tweet it or something like that but i was thinking like how you can do it in game also like right which you can and uh it yeah. becomes your
0: the default images display. Yeah, but I don't know how that works. And
1: there's people. some people that make there's some people that make images that aren't actually in their level, like that you won't actually right. see as you walk through it. No, the way you do it is when you because I actually did it for my Martana Zero level. You basically whenever you save the level, whatever part of the level that you're that it's on, and while you're in in the maker, that's what'll it'll make your um
0: oh that'll, uh, make, that'll,
1: that'll make that into your thumbnail. Know. So if you want it to be a specific thing, you just have to be that has to be on the TV when you hit save, because I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted the DJ I wanted the DJ like dome in there on my cover, mm-hmm. so I made uh-huh. sure and saved it every time over the DJ so you could see the DJ and the dome and all that in Martana. Right, but that's how you yeah. do that. I've seen what
2: you were talking about, Trey, where they make a specific image within the level and it's not a playable part of the level, Maybe but you don't see in that corner. Yeah, you
1: don't yeah, see it when you're made- playing it, but they must have like made it and then took that picture. And then put Mm -hmm. it up there. So I was thinking maybe you're talking about that too. Chris uh,
0: Kohler did do that with the the Mario 2 level though. There's a part where you go into the, uh, you know, you go into a pipe and you're all of a sudden in the giant shy guy he made. But it's the other eye is another pipe or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like he actually complained on, I don't know if he complained on Twitter, but he just like remarked on Twitter like someone was like, naked pipe because the pipe ends abruptly because he used that to make the eye.
1: Oh, he's like.
0: <laughs> I use this like abstract image to uh, get you know to uh, depict like being inside of a shy guy dream world, and s- someone's like naked pipe within the dream
1: world. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Naked Pipe. That that'll be my next uh, my next album. Naked. <laughs> oh, wow. Pipe. I mean, that sounds that sounds pretty. I mean, that's
0: right up there with Devstar yeah. <laughs> stuff. People complain <laughs>
1: about in uh, mm-hmm. Mario Maker. Well, uh, I think we got a couple. We got a couple more things to to say here. The messenger has a physical release coming out. Cool. I, I don't care about physical releases, but that's good. That's happening. Um, the one I one, saw the
2: developer post that oh childhood dream come true. So you know, nice, nice for them. Yeah, oh, for having them? a physical cartridge. Yeah, physical Nintendo cartridge is basically what, what he was saying. Yeah, the, childhood dream come true.
1: I mean, there's still some people out there that won't buy anything that isn't physical. So hopefully, this yep. will get. The messenger I think that's pretty that. badass
0: yeah. in that regard, though, that, you know, that's a dream of a developer, like, to have oh, a, sure, yeah. Nintendo
1: really... to have an actual cartridge. And they can make theirs, like, picnic-flavored or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, make it less disgusting. There was an, another thing that I thought was really interesting. Um, I know we've been talking about uh, how we were more interested in, like, the Friday the 13th game than the Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. game. But I watched this video. They just had a new video, like, showing, like, the way the Freddy Krueger character works and all that. And the game, it actually made me more intrigued to play really? the Dead by Daylight one because I'm more of a Nightmare on Elm Street fan than a Friday Thirteenth fan. But it, it's it basically, um, I guess you like you go in between like the Dream World and the Awake World in there, and um, you can set up different traps and stuff with Freddy in the game, like that. Uh, you know, you can set up like a. Like, things that, like, shoot out blood that'll make the character scream and, like, uh, move slower and all that. Or there's, like, um, you can set up stuff to fall on them, that type of thing. And there's, like, uh, mm. ways you can get out of the dream world. Like, you can find, like, alarm clocks or, like, other people who awake can wake you up and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just all the stuff in there made it look really cool. It Made it look like almost like a Nightmare on Elm Street game and not, like, Dead by Daylight. So, anyway, what I saw of it, it just really intrigued me and made me more interested in playing the game.
2: Might be worth a look. It'd be fun if Freddie could, you as Freddie could design a nightmare
1: level for the other players to play. Yeah, it doesn't On whatever street you want. It, yeah, it doesn't look. It's not as intense as the movies are. There's not like a. You're not gonna like turn into a motorcycle or something like that. You know, like all the really mm-hmm. cool like '80s style music videos that are that were in the old. You know, you're not gonna like turn into the Take On Me video or anything like that. But it, but it's still cool that there's like you can set up like dream traps and. Depending on then the people kind of have to fall asleep for you to actually chase them and like how you can kind of like warp from one area to another in there is pretty it's pretty neat. I like that and and I, I like the idea of being able to kill people as Freddy and all that. Like I said, Freddy's been my favorite and it makes up for the character fact model that the, do, I was gonna the say character model ma- does not look good. I was gonna say it makes up for the fact that the character model does not look like Robert England, which really sucks. I would prefer that it looked like the original original eighties Freddy, but that was just a cool thing to see on there. But yeah, no, I think. uh, I think that's about it for our news. Uh, it's pretty pretty light week as far as physical releases. I saw that they released a couple more. Uh, they released those Star Wars games on 64 cartridge, which yeah. is weird. Like all those limited run games, I still find it weird that they're not releasing anything for Switch. They're just releasing it for its original console, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like you could buy like Shadows of the yeah. Empire for like five dollars, like in the regular version, or you can buy this like limited run one for like 60 it's like why would you but i don't know there's that coming out but i think that's yeah i think that's what we got for our news for this week but uh and uh but yeah um thanks for being on the show this week ed uh thanks, definitely ed. thank you for having me definitely check out uh it's uh nx is your new is your new show now
3: Yeah, the nx pride the nx show
1: the nx show and uh where can we find you on uh twitter
3: you guys can find me at that Virtual code on Twitter, and you can check out my podcast Optional Opinion on SoundCloud and other podcast apps.
1: Okay, nice. Yeah, definitely check that out, and I'll put some links to that on the uh, show notes. But you can you can find us at a uh, NintendoMainPodcast dot com. Um, our tw- uh, Jeremy nice Twitter's are jmaxstack uh, and Nintendo underscore domain. Um, you can find us at twitch.tv TV slash NintendoMainPodcast. I'll be doing. I'll be doing a uh, release stream right now of Fire Emblem Three Houses, if you want to come by and see that. Plus, like, uh, late-night streams, 2 a.m. on Tuesday and 2 a.m. on Friday. Check that stuff out. Um, We also have a Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash Podcast. That's where you can hear our new monthly show, Show Me Your Game, on there, where each of us talk about a game that we don't really cover on our regular show in detail. And this last episode that we did was about Base Wars... Act Razor and Mr. Gimmick. So, and, and we'll be doing one in the middle of every month, so you can check that out. Uh, also, I, I have another podcast called uh, Drunk Monday where uh, Jess and I talk about TV and movie type stuff. We just did an episode about Spider-Man Far From Home, so you could find that on your podcatchers and all that stuff. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Kowski. I'm John Litter. And our special guest... Eddie V. And uh, thank you for listening to us. We will see you next week. Keep playing those Nintendo games. Play it loud or something. Bye, everybody. See ya.